Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. What's happening, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about how God's in charge of everything using a story from the Bible. Yeah, like a king who rules over his kingdom, God rules over everything he has made, which is everything. That's right, Sean. So far, we've been talking about Jesus, who is God the Son, and about his ministry here on earth. Last episode, we learned that Jesus fed thousands of people with just a little bit of food, which was a miracle, something amazing that doesn't normally happen. That shows God's power. If you missed that episode or any of our episodes for that matter, feel free to go back and give them a listen. Today, we're gonna hear about another miracle Jesus did when he and his friends and followers, the disciples were out in a boat on the sea when suddenly they got caught in the middle of a big giant storm. Whoa, if they were on the sea, in a storm. I hope they were in a big, sturdy boat, like a cruise ship. I mean, one time I went on a cruise and the waves were really big, but I could barely even feel them because the ship was just so much bigger. And there was also lots of ice cream. Thinking about it, it was pretty awesome. (laughs) Did you get caught in a storm with lightning and wind and rain, just like the disciples? Mm, I don't think so. I think I would remember if I did, because that sounds kind of scary, even on a big boat, like a cruise ship. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, something tells me Jesus' disciples were not on a cruise ship. They didn't have cars or airplanes, so they probably didn't have ships with engines either. True. Hey, some of the disciples were fishermen, remember? I bet it was more like a fishing boat or a rowboat. You know, like a row, row, row your boat gently down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've heard it before. Oh. That does remind me, though, there are people who spend days, weeks, and months out on the sea in boats. Maybe they might know what kind of boat the disciples were in. They're called fishermen. Let's say fishermen together. Fishermen. Fishermen. (laughs) Did someone say fisherman? Well, howdy. It's our good friend, Fisherman Zeb. Welcome to the show, Zeb. Thanks for having me, Julie and Sean. You caught me at a good time. (laughs) I just came ashore this morning after a couple of gorgeous days at sea. I can smell. I'm... I mean, tell. Do you have a few minutes to talk with us about fishing boats? I think we could really use your help. Aye, aye. You know old Zeb is always a willing to be reeled in to talk about fishing. <laughs> and you're right. Those fish and their fishermen can smell a wee bit salty. But once you're in there on the sea with the sun on your face and the salty sea air on your nose, you forget... All about the smell of fish. Well, that sounds wonderful. 
In this conversation about fishing, I'd say I'm hooked. <laughs> Good one, we matey. Well, Zeb, in our Bible story, we're going to talk about how Jesus' disciples, some of whom were fishermen, just like you, they were out in a boat on the middle of the sea, and there was a giant storm. But we're not really sure what kind of boat they would have been in. Yeah, we said it probably wasn't big, like a cruise ship, or a boat with an engine or a motor. Aye, there were none of them. Fancy things to get a boat sailing across the water. That's it. Sailing, of course. They'd probably used a sailboat. Counted on the wind to carry them from here and there. You see, a sailboat uses sails or old big sheets of cloth to catch the wind and get a ship sailing through the water with a rudder underneath for steering her in the right direction. That's why you see a sailor turning a tealer or a wheel. Sailboats are really hard work. Well then, I think we know for sure that the disciples' boat wasn't at all like your cruise ship, Sean. Nope. Hey, tell us more about this rudder, Zeb. It seems like the rudder and sails are great when the wind is steady and the water is calm, but what about when it storms, like in our story? Well, I can tell you one thing. Being out at sea in a sailboat when a storm hits can be really scary. The rain... And the swirling wind, along with lightning and thunder, can twist the sails and tip the boat. Not to mention, when the water is rough, the rudder really doesn't make any difference at all. Goodness, I can see why the disciples would have been really scared. They didn't have any control over the boat. Ah, yes. It can be really scary to realize you're not in control. Aye, but the best news of all is that God is in charge of everything. It is he who tells the wind where to go and commands the seas to obey his voice. Amen, old Zeb. I wonder if the disciples will remember that God is in charge of everything. I guess we're about to find out. Hey, Fisherman Zeb. Thanks so much for joining us and sharing what you know. Of course. It's been a pleasure, and I hope it's a smooth sailing for ye as you've learned even more from your Bible story. Ahoy, me mateys! Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and to understand his word. God, we thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are, and what you've done. Amen. Today, we're going to learn about another miracle Jesus did when he walked on water. When his friends and followers, the disciples, saw it, they were afraid. Listeners, have you ever felt scared or afraid? Of course you have. We've all been afraid. What made you feel afraid? Most likely, you were afraid of something you didn't understand. One of the ways we can become afraid is when we forget that God is in charge of everything. And that's exactly what happened to Peter in our story. On the count of three, let's say, Peter, one, two, three, Peter. Peter was one of Jesus' disciples. He loved Jesus very much and spent lots of time with Jesus as Jesus taught people about God. One day, when Jesus was finished teaching, he told Peter and the other disciples to get into a boat and go to the other side of the sea to wait for him, while Jesus went up to a mountain alone to pray. It was very late and very dark while the disciples were sailing. There's a strong wind and strong waves, and it just made it really hard to sail. 
the disciples quickly were afraid to be out on the sea in such a great big storm. Then the disciples saw something. Hold your hand up to your forehead to look. Huh. They couldn't believe what they saw. Someone was walking towards them on top of the water. At first, they thought it was a ghost, and they were very afraid. Who do you think they saw walking on top of the water? Let's find out by getting even closer to the story by reading what the Bible says about who it was. If you're at home, open up your Bible with us. Our story can be found in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 25 through 33. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Matthew 14, 25 through 33. Don't forget, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you, that's okay too. Just listen closely. All right, is everyone ready? Matthew 14, 25 through 33 says, And in the fourth watch of the night, he, Jesus, came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and they said, It's a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. It was Jesus. Jesus was the one walking on the water, not a ghost. And Jesus did a miracle. Remember, a miracle is something amazing that doesn't normally happen that shows God's power. And Jesus was walking on top of the water because Jesus is God and God is in charge of everything, including water. There's nothing God is not in charge of. Let's keep reading from the Bible about what happens next. This is getting really good. Matthew 14, 28 to 33 goes on to say, and Peter answered Jesus, Lord, if it is you, command me, to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him saying, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the winds ceased and those in the boat worshiped Jesus saying, truly, you are the son of God. So Peter got right out of the boat and walked on water too. That really is a miracle. I know I have never seen someone walk on water. And Jesus did a miracle by walking on water to show his disciples that he's God. Jesus reminded them not to be afraid, even when things feel scary, because God is in charge of everything, the wind, the water, even our hearts. And when we're afraid, we can pray and ask God to help us trust him too. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. 
Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsandthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you learned. We call it Five Five Second Second Fly Through through Review. And our friend Fisherman Zeb is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, old Zeb. All right, me mateys. I'm going to ask just seven questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, we'll shout our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Because here we go. Number one. What did Jesus tell the disciples to do? Sail across the sea. Number two. What did the disciples see? Someone walking on the water. Number three. How did that make the disciples feel? They were afraid. afraid. Number four. Who was walking on the water? Jesus. Jesus. Number five. What is that called when God does something amazing that doesn't normally happen to show his power? A A miracle. miracle. Number six. What did Jesus tell Peter to do? Walk on the water. water. And did he? Yes. Number seven. What happened when Peter got scared and forgot that God is in charge of everything? He started sinking. Did Jesus save him? You bet. How'd you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so. But now it's time to live like it's true. This week, spend some time outside. Take turns talking about what God's made and see for yourself how he really is in charge of everything. As we finish up our time together today, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is in charge of everything. With the word he made the night, spread the stars throughout the sky. With his hands around Outer space, he put each planet into place. No matter how big or small, he's in charge of it all. The summer sun to show, the winter's clouds to snow. With just one word, he made the day. 
He tells each cloud which way to move Commands the waves of the ocean blue No matter how big or small He's in charge of it all The summer sun to show The winter's cloud to snow charge of everything the springtime flowers grow the autumn colors show the bumblebee to sting God's in charge of everything God's in charge of everything God's in charge of everything. Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about Jesus walking on the water, you can turn to Matthew 14, 22 through 33 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Julie and Sean, out. <laughs>